she was doing things that I didn't even have to ask her to do before I ever came up with the idea that she ought to do it. Know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. That is the value of having, um, you know, a proactive VA that is a support to you. They start to understand who you are as a leader and they start to anticipate what is going to help you and, and what trips you up, what is the best value. And they're always seeking ways to really um, get ahead of it. The business of sales is sometimes harder than actually making the sale in the first place. See, you're not only a professional salesperson, you're a business owner, but the focus always seems to be on sales. Well, we're here to help you. I've been in the sales world and training sales professionals for over four decades. My name's Morris Sims. I've seen some great salespeople fail because they didn't run their business very well. Well, we're going to share success concepts and interview some great entrepreneurs who are going to help you in your business. Welcome to the business of sales. days when I just, at the end of the day, I'm going, I, I, I just can't do it all. There's more than I can handle. I, I cannot do all this stuff. There's just too much. I need some help, but I don't know where to go or what to do. Have you ever been in that position? Have you ever been there at the end of the day where you're just going, I know I worked hard all day long, but I didn't get done all the things that I wanted to get done. I need help. And the beauty of the way we work today on the internet is that Help is right there. I mean, it's out there right around the corner. Somebody can help you do all the things you need to do, be it technical or just a nice assistant to help you get the things done that you need somebody else to come in and do so that you can spend your time running your business. So with that in mind, our guest today is Darlene Perday. Darlene is with Peachtree VA, and she and her team have an interesting take on how we can get that kind of help to help us run our business. Darlene, welcome to the business of sales. Thank you so much, Morris. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, we're glad you're here too. Tell us, how in the world did you get started in this kind of business, this kind of work? Oh, goodness. I don't think your podcast is long enough to go through my work history. <laughs> um, so I started out in the fashion industry, but I've always been in sales and business development throughout my career. Um, Several years ago, I had a friend that was working for um, a company that did virtual assistance and they needed business development and I began working with them. I fell in love with building relationships with entrepreneurs and helping them. At the core of who I am, I just love helping people and I just saw how getting these just brilliant people support, the right support was transforming lives. It just, it, it got me hooked. So I started with Peachtree VA in April and, um, it, it has been wonderful and so rewarding. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, talk to us about virtual assistance. I mean, as I kind of said in the opening, it, I don't think any of us who are running our own business have ever gotten, have ever not gotten to the end of the day at some point and said, Boy, I just need some help. How can how can you get that kind of help without all the the hassle that you have to go through so many times trying to find that help? What how does it work, Darlene? How can we make it easy? Yeah, so there's so many different models out there and you know, um that's the beauty of it because there's 
There's a lot of fractional support. Um, but what we provide is high quality, highly vetted US-based VAs that are intentionally matched to the client. So Morris, <clears throat> my job is to have that conversation with the person that's overwhelmed to really see what they need. Most clients are not even sure, right? I'm sure you got to the end of the day and you're like, I don't even know what I need. I just know I need support. So really having that discovery call to hash out what does that look like? What type of support? Do you need a virtual assistant? Do you need somebody in marketing? Do you need a bookkeeper? What does that look like? Um, and if it's a virtual assistant, then we have high quality support that comes alongside owners, small businesses that really want an extension of themselves and a relationship versus somebody that is just doing tasks. So we have our model consists of intentionally matching based upon skills and abilities, but also leadership style, delegation style, the amount of hours. It starts with as little as 25 hours a week. I mean, I'm sorry, 25 hours a month and goes all the way up. So we match for all of the soft skills as well to ensure that that leader has somebody that is like their right-hand person and can fit a multitude of different gaps. You remember the Wizard of Oz? Well, of course you do. Remember when, when they finally move the curtain and they find the wizard and it's not really the wizard and he says, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Well, that's the way I've always thought about bookkeeping and the whole financial side of business. I hire folks to do that. But wait a minute. Even if I delegate it, I should really understand the practical issues involved, shouldn't I? Of course I should if I'm going to maximize profit and lead my business organization. We can learn those practical things at a workshop that Julia Lauren Estes is presenting on January 26th at 8 a.m. Central Time. Just go to bit.ly slash maxmyprofit. bit.ly slash maxmyprofit, all one word. And you can register for this workshop with Julia. And I promise you, it'll be worth your time. A good leader needs to know the truth about how this side of business works. I'll see you there January 26th. I was lucky enough for 20 years to have a young lady working with me in New York that I, I could just about ask Stephanie to, to do anything and she could go off and in my voice talk to other people or write things or do things. But the beauty was it was not very long after she came to work for me that all of a sudden... She was doing things that I didn't even have to ask her to do before I ever came up with the idea that she ought to do it. Know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. That is the value of having, um, you know, a proactive VA that is a support to you. They start to understand who you are as a leader and they start to anticipate what is going to help you and, and what trips you up, what is the best value. And they're always seeking ways to really get ahead of it. This way, it doesn't become a pain point in order to address it. And Darlene, something just crossed my mind here. I, I'm just thinking back to that time when, when I was up there and you know, Stephanie and I created all sorts of systems. And when I had to travel, all I had to do was say, Steph, I'm going to uh, Dallas on the 25th. I want to get there in the morning. I want to, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to leave before nine. But uh, I want to come home on the uh, second of the next, next month. I need to get home before four o'clock. Uh, it's yours. 
And and that, I mean, that's all I had to say. She knew mm-hmm. she knew what flights I liked. She knew what kind of airplanes I wanted to fly on. She knew uh, what airlines I flew. She knew where I was going to stay when I got there. I didn't even have to tell her. Uh, she could put all that together and then hand me a travel file that had all the details in there so that if I got stuck somewhere along the line, I didn't have to go, well, heck, I don't know what the confirmation number is. No, it's in my file. And most of the time, I never had to look in the file, but it was right there if I needed it. So we had this system. Here's my question. If I'm a VA out there working with a lot of different leaders, they're all going to have their own systems to do things. How in the world does a person working with your team keep it all straight? Yeah, well, um, I call my VA um, Wonder Woman because <laughs> she does she does what I cannot, and I would not be that girl who kept everything straight. Um so, so a couple of things, Morris, it sounds like you had a wonderful working relationship and that is incredible. And that's what we really seek to give our clients that experience. So we don't dictate, um, systems, tools, or anything. We can give best practices, recommendations, but we don't want a busy leader to then have to adapt to somebody else's systems, right? So the VA gets in there and understands how and how the client works, what tools they are most comfortable with. If there's still a pain point, the VA can make suggestions or recommend something that'll make their lives easier, but we don't recreate the wheel just to change things. Mm-hmm. So we are strategic at Peachtree where we don't just overwhelm our VAs with clients. We have a healthy bench um, that are already vetted and ready to go. So before a client, um, before a VA is given a second client, they have a relationship specialist that is like an account manager that checks in with the client, checks in with the VA, make, make sure the health of the engagement is there. So if we feel like, oh, this would be a great client for Susie, um, that relationship specialist will make sure that everything is like a well-oiled machine. See if the client is looking to grow um, and not eat up the capacity, all of those different things. So it's very strategic. Um, so most of our VAs have, they can have anywhere from one to three clients. So they're mm-hmm. not usually juggling 10 or anything like that. So it's really high okay. touch, high customization. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes that makes good sense. It really does. So, but here's the, I guess the, the thing that's on my mind, Darlene, is this. What do I give my virtual assistant to do? I mean, I, right now I'm running my own little company. I am, I am it. I'm, I've got a wonderful executive producer who also happens to be my, my uh, firstborn, uh, and so my daughter works with me when she can, uh, when mm-hmm. she's not chasing my two little grandchildren, um, and, and that's working out beautifully. It's working out well. But if I were to get a virtual assistant, what sort of things should I be thinking about having that virtual assistant do? Because that. When I talk to my clients about growing their business, one of the things we talk about is we've got to get you doing the things that only you can do, the things that are, you know, the the $150, $250 an hour kind of things, and have somebody else do the $40, $50, uh, you know, $60 kind of things per hour. How do I know what those things are and, and what my VA is capable of? 
Sure. So I always, I always kind of talk through um, with the client, like, where are they feeling that rub? Where are their current pain points? What are those things that are in their drudgery zone? Things that they never want to touch again, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There is, you, you know, entrepreneurs typically have a very high capacity for work, right? So could they do it all? Absolutely. Because they started the business, they, they, you know, grew the business and all of that type of stuff, but where's their time better spent? Yeah. So it's a question so of, it's, it's a question not of what they can do, but what should they be doing? Right. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's a few different worksheets and different things that I give them to empower them to kind of organize their thoughts. We have a VA wish list that goes through um, just a myriad of different things a VA can be doing. Mm -hmm. And then that'll start to trigger some things. But really, in the discovery call, I actively listen to what they are telling me. And I can usually fill in the blanks and paint that broad stroke of, Okay, in a sales cycle, let's just talk to you. You're in sales, right? You know with sales, you have to be face to face. There's there is a certain part that only Mars can do. But within the sales cycle, for example, if I have a discovery call, my VA does what we call a backgrounder. Mm-hmm. They get all the information, research, websites, LinkedIn. I do not have to search for that. I do my due diligence. I get to read about everybody and really come prepared to the call, but I didn't have to chase down all that information. It's at my fingertips. Um, so there's, and that could be with any industry. There's parts that only the owner or the leader can do. And then there's within everything, there's always those admin tasks. And it's really looking at that 80-20 rule where there's probably 20% that you need to keep and you can probably delegate the other 80% of it. Uh, and it's just, it's just a matter of discovering it and starting somewhere. I call them easy wins, right? You, we do not want to overwhelm a busy leader by saying here, now you have to delegate to somebody 30 hours a week, right? <laughs> yeah. But can, can somebody who's never had help or doesn't know where to begin delegate five? Absolutely, right? So as they become more comfortable, it's a learning curve for the VA to understand how to help and support the client, but it's a learning curve for the client how to start letting go of things. Delegation is a muscle. It is not an easy one to build either. And I preach this all day long and I, and I you know, catch myself doing the same things. I... I um, consult against, right? Like you don't want to do this and I'm doing that. So (laughs) really starting with those easy wins, letting go of different things, building trust. And then that's where the beauty of the relationship comes in. Your VA is going to say, hey, Morris, you know, I see that you have X, Y, and Z on the calendar. Can I get that pitch deck ready for you? Or, um, you know, do you want me to do any type of PowerPoint slides for that meeting that you have, whatever that may be. And it's just a learning and working environment. That makes sense. Hey, give me some specifics though, darling. What, what sorts of things should I be looking at to, to hand off to my VA? So first and foremost, strategic calendar management. Every leader that I speak to, they're not going to miss a meeting. They have it on their calendar. 
But there's another 20 or 30 hours of work that's nowhere accounted for, including personal. So I'm a big proponent on when you look at your calendar, having everything on there. So your VA could um, do scheduling, block times for deep work, make sure that you have buffers in between meetings, that you're home when your grandkids are doing something and you're not working until six o'clock when your grandchild has something at school, whatever that may be, to really strategically make, flip the switch from being a reactive calendar to proactive and having the leader feel more in control. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Email is the bane of everybody's existence, right? Like I don't know anybody who like loves email, right? So um, especially when you are busy working on different things, distracting, I think it's like, it takes you 16 minutes to redirect, get your attention back or 23 minutes. It's a crazy amount every time you're reading an email to get your thoughts back to what you're working on. So the VA can organize your inbox they can do canned emails. They could reply on your behalf. With our model, your VA could have their own email address. So for the company, so they just operate as your assistant and you could start diverting emails for scheduling or basic type of CCs and that type of thing. So when you're looking at your inbox during a busy day, you may be looking at five-star things that only you can reply to, but you're not sifting through 25 to get to them. Yeah, I mean, that's that's key. I, I have a piece of software called SaneBox that takes all the junk out and throws it into a file. And at the end of the day, it pops up and says, hey, you want to look at your, at your I think they call it a digest, which is all mm-hmm. those emails that are things that, that I don't want to look at. Everything from uh, advertisements for... Uh, 511 close to, uh, to, you know, emails from people that I've, I've said, gee, I really don't want to look at this every day. Uh, and then, then I can go through and decide what I want to do with it. So, yeah, I mean, email management is a big deal, but to be able to say, you know, uh, Darlene, reply to this, Darlene, this is Mm -hmm. yours, you know, or, or whatever, and be able to just dump things off. That doesn't sound right, does it? But, but that's what happens. I mean, we hand off things to our, our team to take it and run with it so that I don't have to, and I don't have to think about it. Absolutely. Another value that I, you know, I personally see this every day with my assistant is that I'm running at a hundred miles an hour. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of ideas and different things that come to me at different times. I, you know, I just send them over on Slack or whatever it may be. It's not disturbing her. She doesn't have to respond. She doesn't have to look at it. If, you know, if my mind is working at 2 a.m., it goes over. I don't lose it. Mm -hmm. And then when we meet during the week, she'll be like, okay, we can just kind of bat through all those ideas. There's some that like may need to be implemented right away. Mm -hmm. There's other things that I'm like, you know what? I'd like, let's revisit that in 30 days. If I didn't hand it to her in 30 days, I have another hundred ideas. I would never remember them. So we could revisit it. We could put it, you know, push it out longer or we can implement it. So it's really, it's having that sounding board where you can, do a brain dump after a meeting, after, you know, a seminar or whatever it may be. And that 
information is not lost, but it's also doesn't have to be handled immediately. So it's really, it's really great at being strategic for long-term goals. Um, they could do meeting preparation, any type of uh, PowerPoint, um, mm -hmm. big social media. So my VA, we brainstorm once a month and we come up with what we're going to post for social media. She, you know, I may give her ideas. She comes to me with ideas. We put out a calendar and she's able to post. She can reply on Peachtree's behalf. Sometimes she she does it on my on my behalf. If I post something and I know I'm in back to back meetings, I don't uh -huh. want somebody just sitting out there with no response. So she no. can go right into my LinkedIn and respond on my behalf. So, um, you know, she does our newsletters. She does. Um, I do client spotlights where I do videos and interview clients and different things. She brands them, posts them. So it's just it's really endless the different things that a VA can do. And that's why we say it's a versatile assistant, not just a virtual assistant, because they can fill in a multitude of gaps and they're tech savvy and they're resourceful. So if they don't know it, they're quick learners. A verse, a, a virtual, oh, now say it again. I lost it. Not versatile. A, versatile. Assistant. A versatile yes. assistant, not a virtual. Yes. I think that's yeah. a good that's a good point. Uh, it's a very good yeah. point. All right, darling. So if I'm out there and I'm thinking, gee, that's great, but it's going to cost me so much money, I can't afford to do that. What's it take to get into this and get started for that? Like, like you said, 25 hours a month. What What does it take for me to give it a try? You know, and just see if I like it. Sure. So you know that that is my job. The way that I operate, I'm pretty conservative. I it. While we have month-to-month -month agreements with the 30-day out, I tell my clients, like, unless you're going into this like it's going to work and really be invested for the long term, typically it's not going to give you a return on investment to just try it for a month or not have the budget to support it. So um, we have a one-time implementation fee of $350, and that covers that initial matching system we can which can take up to two weeks um i will give a hundred dollar discount to anybody who's listening to this and refers to the podcast so they would have a hundred dollars off of that fee and then our base package is going to sit at 25 hours a month and that is a flat monthly fee of 1050 dollars. it works out to 42 dollars an hour What's important to know about that is that's your complete employee burden. So you have a, no additional taxes or fees. We have higher packages that is going to sit at that same price point. The goal is to start at a point where it's going to give you enough support, match your budget, but know that you can grow as you, again, develop those delegation muscles and that relationship piece of it. And some clients start at 25 hours and they grow and grow because now they're able to get more clients and do more of what they do best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it takes time to build that relationship to get things going and to decide what we can, what we can work together on. So I can see where just a month isn't going to be enough time to really get this thing off and running and make good things happen. Yeah, absolutely. I always say, you know, it is the, the rule of thumb is 30 days, right? By 30 days, you should be like a well-oiled machine. And we've actually seen studies that you're getting about 40% more efficiency than somebody in the office. Mm 
The nice thing about the model Mars is that they will ebb and flow with your work style. So at 25 hours a month, if one month you're at, I mean, if one week you're at eight hours, the next week you're at four, the next week you're at six, as long as you're using the hours within the month, they're not sitting there just waiting to be assigned something. They're actively working with you with your workflow. Um, and then we have two ways to scale. You can scale by increasing your package, or if you just have a exceptionally busy month and you need a couple extra hours, you're not, we have no upcharge or anything penalties if you need two extra hours. It's all in real time. And um, we just want to really support those small businesses. And the beauty is, and you mentioned it a minute ago, I think, uh, this person is a contractor to me. I'm paying her as a or him as a vendor, not as an employee. So I don't have to worry about payroll taxes. I don't have to worry about HR. I don't have to worry about benefits. You guys have got all that under control. I don't even have to think about it. All I have to do is pay for service. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And now, you know, with the employment laws changing in a lot of different states, um, with layoffs being so much, this is just a really viable option to have top-notch support without having to have somebody for 40 hours a week or to put that burden on your company um, and have to scale back at any time. That just makes all kinds of sense. It really does. And it granted, okay, grand a month is not something to sneeze at, but when you're getting that much benefit from doing it, this could be a good thing. Absolutely. You know, I always tell my clients, I, I don't know. And yes, there's some people that if they wouldn't even blink at that price. Right. But for, for most of my clients, this is an investment. It, it is absolutely an investment in their business, in themselves, as themselves as a leader. Um, but also the benefits are just exponential because they are able to be not only better leaders and business people, they're able to be with their families more. And just, you know, when entrepreneurs build a business, they want freedom. They want flexibility. They want all of these different things. And then all of a sudden they turn around and they are in a prison they built for themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. Because oh, yeah. there's just no time and there's no flexibility to be able to do all those things. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. Can you say been there, done that? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. No doubt. No doubt about it. Darling, this is really going to be very interesting and something that's going to help me tremendously with my clients because uh, it's something that we all talk about from time to time is how am I going to get all this done, Morris? What am I going to do? How do I? I've got all the you've taught me to build systems. I've built systems. You've taught me to plan my week and work my plan. I've been doing that, but there's still how do I get past? This is going to help those clients of mine who need help understanding how they can go forward and how they can get some help without having to go through the hassle of finding somebody, hiring them, finding out they're not the right person, having to terminate mm -hmm. them, having to find the next person that's going to come in and try. And it's just, it, it can be a, re a revolving door that's filled with nothing but headaches. So it, it just makes sense to me. And also the 25 hours a month doesn't translate to 25 hours a month back in the leader's day, it's so much more, right? Yeah. Because those things that you can get off your plate 
you know, we talk a lot about time management, but it's energy management too. So yes. there are things that maybe not take that much time, but suck the life out of you by the time you're done with it. Right. <laughs> Ain't and, that the truth. Or, you know, I mean, I know because here I am, I have certain things on my desk that I've been procrastinating with, not because they're a big job, but because I just don't want to do them. Right. <laughs> so, so getting those things off your plate, yeah. Keeps yeah. you in your zone of genius where you are really fueling your passion, why you started the business. And that gives you so much more time. And there's people like my VA can format things or do things a lot quicker than I ever could. So it's more efficient. We are starting a, uh, a short form of the business of sales that I'm going to do solo on. I've got 50 short uh, podcasts to write and record. And my uh, wonderful little executive uh, producer, my, my daughter is on my back to get that done. And if I had a virtual assistant, I could probably show her what to do and find ways that she could help or he or whoever could help me do yeah. that. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's I'm one sorry. of those, I was just going to say, that's one of those things that I want to do, but it's going to mean that I have to really get into it really. And I'm not sure I want to do that today. I want to do it tomorrow or maybe the next day. And yeah, I, I can see where this could help me tremendously. <laughs> and also there's a lot of things that we do um, that you can, you can systematize, right? But when yeah. you are the only one doing it, you're not going to document processes and procedures because, you know, who's going to take that time to do it? When you're onboarding your VA, that's where they could take that transfer of knowledge, start documenting standard operating procedures, different things like that. And that's where you start to look at the why behind you do certain things. Mm -hmm. There may be things that you do in your business, Morris, because out of necessity, you just did it, right? Yeah. But now it's 10 years later and you're still doing it. And why? I don't, I don't know. That's how we've always done it, right? Like you, <laughs> you just don't know a different way. But for somebody on the outside to look at it objectively and understand the why, they can really start streamlining things. Um, if need be, there's going to be things that are not the most efficient that need to be done that way and they could stay along with the systems or they could speak into it and offer um, just easier ways to do things. And that allows you to scale and to grow. Or if your goal is not to grow, it's just to get more time back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I consider that growth just as much as growing gross revenue. Uh, when I can grow my free time, that may be why I got in business in the first place. Absolutely. You know? Yes. Darling, thank you so much. This has been enlightening in so many different ways. I really do appreciate you taking the time to be with us. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate the opportunity, and um, I look forward to hearing more of your podcast. Well, please do. We'd love to, love to have you as a listener. Download those things. It's worthwhile. <laughs> Hey, thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate your input and your ideas today. Thanks so much. But wait a minute, everybody. We have a bonus for you. That's right. So if you're if you're multitasking, come on back to us for this. 
because I think you're going to like this. All right, you ready? If you'd like to know more about Darlene and Peachtree VA and what they can do for you and your business, you can schedule a free consultation call with Darlene. Mention the business of sales and you get a $100 discount on your initiation fee or your, your beginning fee to, to get started. So you can save 100 bucks just by mentioning the show and that you heard about Darlene and Peachtree VA on the business of sales. So here's how you get in touch with Darlene. Darlene, D-A-R-L-E-E-N dot Priday, P-R-I-D-A-Y at PeachtreeVA.com. That's Darlene dot Priday at PeachtreeVA, all one word, dot com. And their website is PeachtreeVA.com. So there you go. Give Darlene a call, get a free consultation, and see if a, a versatile assistant is going to be something that really is going to help you and your business. They can help you, so give them a call. Uh, Now, here's an idea for you. It's easy to get down from time to time, right, especially when you're trying to run your own business. So a great way to get yourself back up is to do this. You ready? Take a pen, piece of paper, and write down all the things that you're really, really thankful for, that you're grateful for right now. The sun that shines, the air we breathe, the people we love, our family, and, and so very much more, right? Well, I promise you, when you finish this little exercise and you write that down, write those things down, you're going to feel a hundred times better than you do right now. Make it a great one. And I'll see you again next week right here on The Business of Sales. (laughs) 